expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 24 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,416 on turnover of 3.5 billion NT. The market tumbled 200 points on Wednesday as the bellwether electronics sector led the losses after the Biden administration cut off shipments of chips designed by NVIDIA and other American semiconductor designers to China. Investors also remained cautious about Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing stock, ahead of an investor conference later today, at which the company will release its third quarterly results and give guidance for the fourth quarter. Visiting Belgian parliamentarians Els van Hoof is expressing concern over China's increasing military sorties near Taiwan. Speaking during a meeting with President Tsai Ing-wen, Van Hoof said Belgium is concerned of the growing crossing of Taiwan's air defense identification zone and also the medium lined by military vessels and jets by the Chinese military. According to Van Hoof, who chairs the Belgian Chamber of Representatives' Foreign Affairs Committee, the importance of this week's parliamentarian visit cannot be underestimated, as it shows that Taiwan is not standing alone against these threats. Van Hoof arrived in Taiwan on Sunday for a six-day visit, ahead of a delegation that includes seven other members of the Belgian parliament. Labor Minister Xu Mingchun is denying recent reports that the government is seeking to open the island's hotel industry to overseas migrant workers. According to Xu, the government currently has no timetable for such a move, and her ministry's top priority remains the welfare of Taiwanese workers. The statement comes after it was reported the cabinet is planning to approve a plan to allow the hiring of migrant workers in the hotel sector, possibly beginning next year, in order to address an ongoing labor shortage. Government data shows the hotel industry is currently facing a shortage of more than 1,000 workers. In international news, Japan and Saudi Arabia are agreeing to work together to address the humanitarian crisis facing Palestinians in Gaza. Chris Gilbert reports in Tokyo. During a 20-minute phone call, Kishida reportedly told the Crown Prince that Japan condemns an explosion at a hospital in Gaza and that he feels strong anger at the enormous damage that has occurred to ordinary citizens. The Saudi leader replied that his country will seek to enhance collaboration with the six member states of the Gulf Cooperation Council and strengthening humanitarian assistance to Gaza. As part of a flurry of calls made from Kishida's office to Middle Eastern nations, he made similar comments on calls to the heads of Jordan, Qatar and the UAE. 
On Wednesday, Japan's Foreign Minister Yoko Kamikawa spoke with her Iranian counterpart, the two stressing the importance of working together to improve the humanitarian disaster occurring in Palestine. Japan has given $10 million in aid to Gaza, a fraction of the $470 million in humanitarian assistance it gave to war-torn Ukraine earlier this year. Chris Gilbert in Tokyo. Liberia's presidential election appears headed for a runoff, with the top candidates neck and neck, and the votes nearly fully counted. President George Weah, who is seeking a second term, had 44% of the votes Wednesday, with his main challenger, Joseph Boakai, at 43%, according to the National Elections Commission. A candidate needs more than 50% of the vote to win. Once the votes from this round are finalized, the runoff will take place within 15 days. The October 10th election is the tightest in nearly two decades since the end of the West African country's civil war that killed some 250,000 people. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.